Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. This is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. I am so excited to bring you the SM7B by Shure. It is a microphone I have wanted for a long time, and now it is in my possession. I am your master. I'm so excited. It, it's fantastic. It's it's just a great microphone. It's a dynamic range microphone, but it has a cardioid pattern. You have to be up close to it. It doesn't really clip out and peak, peak, peak. There's no plosives. It's amazing. I love this thing. I'm so excited. I even sound good on it. Uh, listen, folks, we're going to cover a couple of things today, quite a bit of, of stuff. We're going to talk about college. We're going to talk a little bit about voting. We're going to talk about um, over the top Netflix, those type of things, and Mark Zuckerberg, a couple of other things. So I'm really excited. We started a new show uh, on Netflix. We watched OJ Simpson and uh, we started some Stranger Things. And the one thing about Netflix, about starting it off on season one, I'm really nervous about this. I don't like to do it is because ultimately it just kind of stops and there's a cliffhanger and then I have to wait for the next season. So we just started uh, the Harvey Epstein documentary slash life story. And I just know in the end, it's just going to leave me hanging. Well, welcome to the show and welcome to don't unfriend me. Very excited to bring you a fun show today. And that's what it's all about. It's about having fun. My name is Matt, and I am your host. Don't unfriend me. What is it about? Well, we talk about current events, politics, all sorts of different topics. We argue. We disagree. I go live after the show, and I have a few people who always tend to want to challenge what I have to say. And I love that. That's what this is about. Discourse. It's healthy. Just don't unfriend me in the end. Last night's show did fairly well. Got a lot of views. A lot of people had good things to say, even though my voice was going out. It's still not having a, a great time today, but I'm getting through it because I have my new SM7B microphone. Did I tell everyone that? So a friend of mine uh, posted, her name is Megan, and her friend or cousin or something came on, and she's a liberal and was very upset with my post and saying that I was spreading false rumors. Well, here's the thing, and this is to her, is that there were no false rumors. Everything I said last night was fact, and anything that was supposition or opinion, I said so. I've stood by the election results. I've stood by and defended. I've had friends on here who I talk to who we argue ad nauseum. Uh, I am not trying to paint this in any way, shape, or form. I just believe believe that the primary was ran by the Democrats and they learned a few things in that and know that switching to this type of vote, don't tell me it was, oh, here's coronavirus. Maybe we could do a mail-in vote. Well, mail-in helps us tremendously as Democrats because it's a three out of four ratio go to the Democratic candidate. And in some cases like Philadelphia, it's a nine to one ratio go in favor of Joe Biden. How funny. Anyway, we're not going to go into that yet again, but uh, overall, the show is pretty good. Let's get into it tonight. What are we going to get into? I'm going to take more drinks because my voice, all, although sounds fantastic on this microphone, it is a little bit hoarse. So I'm going to do my best. Still going to work out tonight. There's no excuses not to. College, something that when I joined the military, I was so excited to get my my uh, Army Navy College Fund. This was a huge thing for me. And even though it was only $30,000 back then, that was a lot of money. College has absolutely increased the average tuition. It is insane, the prices that are coming out of here. Private, which is anything that's not really a state school, $35,000. 
21,000 for out of state and public is in state. Listen, I will tell you this. I went to two years to a community college. I got out of the military. I went to the school of overseas college, different than what most people do. Military people tend to go to the school of hard knocks. You'll hear a lot of people say, well, I went to, I went to college in the sandbox or the 32nd parallel or Afghanistan or Fallujah. And it's a completely different experience. Uh, but overseas service, you learn a lot of things. You pick up on language, you learn about the communities and cultures. And, and then when you get out of the military, your trade will transfer into college credit. So I almost had a two-year degree the moment I came out, which was great for me. Um, and then once I did that, I majored in political science and criminal justice because I wanted to work for the FBI. Little did I know what would happen with my back and ultimately the injuries that I had would stop me from doing anything like that for quite a while. What I had learned is that I was pretty good at school and I, I enjoyed it. But the, the, the money that was involved was astronomical. I had applied to several uh, private schools, Stanford, University of Colorado, when I was almost done with my two year and I had a, a, I was on the dean's list. My GPA was high. I was a VP of debate, a secretary of student body. I mean, things were good for me and I did well in college. But what I did learn is that I, I wasn't learning practical world skills like I did in the military. And it was disturbing to me. I, I wasn't, I wasn't very excited about that. So one thing led to another, and I learned that practical experience and practical knowledge are better than any book that you could possibly learn. And what happens is, is that people go get their doctorate, they go get these high paying jobs, and they could just go to a trade school for a year and a half to two years and be a welder or a crane operator and be making $150,000 a year because these blue collar skills are needed and people don't do them anymore because they're not sexy. But I will tell you what, I would rather make, in my opinion, in 20 years, make one hundred and fifty dollars to $225,000 a year for 20 years, then make you know dollars $600,000 after I got out of debt and spend a half a million dollars to become a doctor or a lawyer, and then finally live the sweet life. I, I, you just have to decide. And a library card or a book club membership can get you the same level of education that you get from a college. So I'm not a big fan of it uh, like I was when I was younger. In fact, my kids, I told them, I said, listen, I'll buy you a house. I will get you a $100,000 house each when you're 18 years old that you can live in. You can go work for a little bit. You go to a trade school, live rent-free. That is a much better investment than anything I can give you. And then you can pay for your technical college. So it's really going to be up to my children and what they want to do. And I will give them that option. So the point is, I'm not here to give you advice on what to do with college and your kids, but I just think it is an overblown spend. And the things that they're learning there are not necessarily good uh, in the workforce, entitlement, handouts, you, you can rise up to be anything you want to be. It takes hard work and it takes time. So anyway, we're starting to see some things come out of the woodwork and this is exciting. Georgia County previously found some votes. They found about 2,600 votes then 2,200 votes respectively on a hard drive of all things, which is, is I, I, it's just unnerving. It just adds more nuance and more speculation to the conversation. But the funny thing is the paper said, oh, well, this has nothing to do with the overall election and it won't make much of a difference. Well, it does if it happened 20, 30 more times. Trump closed by 1,400 votes. And although it does not impact the overall number in Georgia, it certainly impacts the, the total to 
and having a runoff. It certainly makes you question what other votes are missing, even though the Secretary of State has completely denied any malfeasance. And to the lady that came on Megan's page and decided to lambast me for my viewpoint, now how do you feel eating crow? That the Secretary of State is saying, oh, we found 4,000 some odd votes, but there's still nothing wrong with this election. Open up your eyes, open up your mind, and just because you're a Democrat doesn't mean you have to be against election and possible fraud. Yes, America needs to be free. We need to believe in our elections, but we don't need to be gullible as well. Let's give it some thought instead of just shooting it down. In line with that, there's things coming out of Arizona. The GOP chair says presidential election is far from over. They are going to count every single vote, and they do believe they will find similar situations like Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, and other states. So we're starting to see the ball roll. And this is good. This is what I was talking about. I want facts. I want proof. I don't want conspiracy theory. Pennsylvania Supreme Court reversed Trump's election watcher win, which was previously struck down. He just won. So his lawyers went back and I got to give Giuliani credit. He went into the, 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 the room and he went into the chambers and he argued his case and he won. And the judge reversed it and said, Yes, you have to allow them to watch from six feet, which puts hundreds of thousands of votes in question that weren't observed. Now, will there be big change? That remains to be seen. But to Troy and to the other people, David, Tyler, who constantly challenged me, which I love, thank you. This is what I'm talking about. I do believe there has been some sort of fraud, whether it was purposeful or or there was intent or whether it was malfeasance or ineptitude, that doesn't matter to me. I want to see the proof and it is on the burden of proof for Donald Trump to figure this out. Now we're starting to see it. So the one thing I do agree and I will eat a little crow is Troy said patience. I don't think we're very much uh, arguing about that. I've always said that this would start happening when they dove into it in the legal means. But I reassure myself to have more patience and I will double down that I need to be a little more patient. But we have a long way to go, right? The the smoking gun, the man on the grassy knoll has not been established. Archduke Ferdinand will still be shot at the end of the day, right? We need to have proof. But, but this is a good sign. Three or four good things that are going Trump's way. So let's go ahead and thumbs up on that. So here's something that I'm going to talk about that had to do with Comcast. My time at Comcast and Apple is over the top. I saw all my friends starting to cut the cord. They were absolutely against it. They didn't want cable anymore. They said over the top is the new way to go. Let's have Netflix and chill. Well, this was before Hulu was even out. This was before HBO Now was out. This was before NBC Comcast put theirs out and Stars and Showtime and Amazon and all of the others, it has now gotten to a point where you were spending $150 a month to $250 for your TV, depending upon what access you had through Comcast, Dish, Direct, whatever. Now, with Over the Top, we were all in great moods. We were like, okay, I will get Netflix and maybe I'll get Hulu and I'm done. But now there are hundreds of over-the-top options and content providers are all catching on and have decided to pull their content. Disney has their own. Apple has their own. And it's not going to stop. It's going to continue to happen. And they are all going to steal market share from each other. So now what used to be a broadband connection that was pretty good 
now needs to be a gig at least. And the data plan you have to have has to be at least a terabyte of information because if not, you're going to get throttled. With video games, with watching this episode, music, everything else, GPS on our phones, we are eating data at an alarming rate. I am surprised that popcorn doesn't cook itself in our houses with as much electromagnetic devices we have going on. But now that $150 to $225 is actually looking quite economically viable because I have these accounts. I have HBO. I have Stars. I have the Comcast one. I have Hulu. I have Netflix. I have Amazon Prime. I have Disney. I have Apple. My Xbox Live subscription. My PlayStation 4 subscription. My Apple Music my iTunes match. I can't, I, there's more. It's now in the hundreds, if not $200 a month for over the top. And I still have to have an $89 gigabyte service with a terabyte cap. And that's expensive. It, it's now more than cable ever was. Now, then you start making choices. Well, that's what cable does. You can a la carte your service and you can take it down to brass taxes and bare bones, but it's still ridiculous. Oh, I have Fubo too, because that's my live TV. It's incredible. Now Hulu is increasing its price to $65 a month, and that's not even the cap. It goes up to 80 if you want the DVR and the HD and all this. Listen, over the top is now becoming over the top. Their namesake has eclipsed itself. It has achieved the, the, the Mount Sinai of, of, of elevations. It's the Himalayas. It's Everest. Over the top is now officially over the top. It needs to stop somewhere. So now what we're seeing is that video is doing extremely well for Comcast. Their streaming app is doing extremely well, and their standalone boxes are also doing very, very well. So they've increased their market and video share. And ultimately, like everything that happens in the world, is that we tend to go back to the previous technology because it's better. I, for one, am sick of opening up 400 apps. But the next thing that's happening is on these Fubo stations is that they're Commercials are all synced. You can't possibly get any information. You can't possibly get a TV show that you're watching without a commercial within five minutes. And then you have two minutes of commercials and you flip the channel and all of them are synced up. It is absolutely ridiculous. And somebody needs to crack this code. You need to pick. You either get the money from the subscription or you get the money from your advertisers. One of the two, but not both. And if we think about it, we are being hosed. We're getting hit on both ends, one from the mouth and one from behind. At least with Comcast, you see it coming and they don't hit you from behind. It comes from the front. It hurts, but it comes from the front. Anyway, big topic of mine. Let's go ahead and talk about this, which ties in social media. Mr. Dorsey and Mr. Zuckerberg were on Capitol Hill today. Well, they were remotely on Capitol Hill because they are ultimately just terrified of getting coronavirus. Zuckerberg it looks like a guppy inside PetSmart, which spent a little bit too much time in chlorine, chlorine bleach. He, the guy is just terrifying. I usually don't make fun of people's looks. He scares me. He, he absolutely terrifies me. I, 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 I'm afraid of him. The, the man's just, he, he just, he just looks scary. He looks like the peach crayon inside the Crayola box. 
just very, very strange looking and odd, like it doesn't belong. But anyway, his alien leaders let him have some time off to come on Senate and talk a little bit about the, the oversight committee as Ted Cruz ripped him a new one yet again. And Zuck, I'll give him credit. He tried to answer the best. Dorsey is just absolutely full of it. The man is completely a left. He is a weirdo with a beardo. He is incredibly just odd. What he believes in, he looks like somebody out of Tehran. He looks like he's ready to clack off a vest with his 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 full cleric beard and his just weird style and what he believes. He looks like he doesn't shower. The guy terrifies me. Zuckerberg at least has tried to grow up a little bit. Maybe not in the looks category, but as far as his suit and his presence and overall, I don't think Zuck's a bad guy. I think Zuck got hosed by the Senate Oversight Committee when it came to Russian interference. So then they're trying to do the things that they wanted them to do. And now the Republicans are lambasting them. It comes down to this. This censorship trope needs to stop. You need to either decide if you are a publisher or you are a content provider. Are you creating content or are you reporting content? And the problem is, is that there are tax deferments and there is protection for these companies based upon that they are not the voice, that they are simply a conduit for other providers. Therefore, they cannot be held accountable. And this is why they get away with sweeping broad powers to ban my ads simply because they don't want to have them on. Even though I'm verified and there's a process to prove that I'm an American and not a bot or an elect. election hoax or Russian, Russia, Russia, Russia. I'm, I'm verified. I got verified in like 20 seconds. I had to give them my ID. I had to give them my social security. I had to go through whatever checks they do and they still won't let me post the ads. And here's something else today. Google is now getting involved in this. My company, we had posts for the last two and a half years, all about veterans, all about raising the roof and buying roofs for veterans. Uh, a three-legged dog that lost their leg in Afghanistan. Uh, People who've lost limbs, our military employees, all good feeling stories, a happy Halloween post. And then they deleted every single one of my posts today. And I saw this and I was absolutely shocked. So I called, I did everything. I can't talk to anybody. So I got in text with this guy who had no idea what I was talking about. He told me we had broke policy after policy with no proof whatsoever. It was once again, just the shell game. They don't know what they're doing. So now at the end of two and a half hours of me literally wanting to rip my face off, they say, we're sorry if this caused any inconvenience. We see that your Halloween post isn't impersonating a government official. And I said, I had no doubt. I didn't think the pumpkin that was sitting on a haystack was impersonating a government official. Although Donald Trump is orange and there might be some confusion. What it comes down to is censorship in any form causes this type of stuff. That is why hate speech is so hard to define. And that is why when they talk about hate speech, it's impossible to put a finger on what hate speech is. Define it for me. Well, as people, we know hate speech is saying something derogatory or wanting to cause harm on somebody based upon their race, color, religion, sex, blah, 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 blah. But it's more than that. Hate speech can now be considered that you're speaking against Republicans or you're speaking against Democrats or you say the vote is fraud. Well, let me tell you what I did do today. Most of you probably didn't see it. I made a post on both of Don't Unfriend Me and the first post said election fraud is absolutely 100% real. This election is fake and stolen. I got the flag. The next one, I put down an article about someone who is explaining 
that from CNBC that the election results are 100% accurate and not a fraud in any way, shape, or form. That was not flagged. So there's a narrative here. And the narrative is, is that if you speak against what they believe, you are censored. That is not hate speech. That is not unfactual information. It is simply not the right type of information. And that is why I am being censored. My company is being censored. I ended the email as, is it because we're veterans and patriots that you're singling us out exclusively? The moment I said that, everything changed. Sounded like a supervisor came on and started talking to me through text. It was a different person. The point is, folks, is that we have the First Amendment. And the Constitution is not for Facebook. It's not for Twitter. It's not for social media or the tech conglomerates. It is for the American people. And yes, we are on their platform. But essentially, we are on everybody's platform. The moment we walk out of our house, we are no longer on our property. We are on rented space and somebody else owns it. That doesn't mean they can walk up and hit us with a baseball bat or cut our tongues out. It doesn't mean they can put a bag over our head and stuff us into a car. We have rights. And just because we are on Facebook, just because we are on a rented space, doesn't mean that they can censor us. And ultimately, this will be decided by the Supreme Court. I think the farther we go down this road of continuing to censor, we are going to erode our Constitution and what the very fabric of America is. We have to argue. We have to fight. We have to stop it. And it starts with you. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you. That was Don't Unfriend Me. I'm pretty excited about the new mic. Thank you. I forgot to ask you to do one thing. I asked. I forgot to ask you to like, share, and subscribe. This is a huge portion of my show, and because my advertising has been shut down, I have not gotten a lot of likes and shares lately because my network has already shared the heck out of it. But if you would be so kind just to make sure you are following on Facebook and like, it's two different things. The follow's up at the top, and then there's a little like button off to the left. Click them both. That helps me out tremendously. Go to YouTube, throw me a, a follow over on Instagram. I share some pictures once in a while, and I can't thank you enough for what you do. We go out on this every time, and we will do it again tonight. The Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. Too many veterans commit suicide every day, a total of 22, and they need your help. Please make that call, and if you can't or you don't feel comfortable, reach out to me, and I'll make it with you. Thank you, everybody. God bless. I appreciate you. I will see you live tonight. I am out. This is the SM7B, and she deserves a round of applause. I'm pretty sure everyone agrees. Agrees. Thank you. There's a Sure logo behind me. I'm looking for a sponsor. I would love to take the next mic that you all have. Thank you so much for everything you do, folks. I will see you tonight live, and hopefully my voice can recover.